You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Lockdown Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call him Sully every day on Lockdown MLB for a unique look at the majors, both present and past. Featuring exciting guest interviews and routine check-ins from the Lockdown MLB Network's team of local experts, subscribe to Lockdown MLB today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. In today's Locked On Fantasy Baseball podcast, we're going to have some weekend takeaways, look at the best uh, and worst hitters and pitchers uh, from the weekend. We'll dig deep in the waiver wire, uh, some injury updates, um, and then matchups and DFS value plays uh, for Monday evening's games. Uh, so let's just start uh, with the best hitters uh, over the weekend, and no surprise, we're going to grab some Blue Jays. Uh, Toronto uh, left fielder Lourdes Gurriel Jr. was 7 for 13, 3 home runs, 10 RBIs, uh, scored 7 runs, hit 538. Uh, over the weekend. And Guriel Jr. Uh, got off to a relatively slow start this year, but he, he sort of established. We, we know that, uh, that he could be better uh, than he was earlier in the season, and uh, the results seem to be bearing that out. He's, he's been coming around uh, pretty nicely in the second half. Uh, New York Mets shortstop Francisco Lindor was 4 for 11. All four of his hits uh, over the weekend were home runs. He also had six RBIs, five runs scored, hit 364. Uh, Lindor had a, a three home run game against the Yankees and uh, and <laughs> ended up uh, igniting a a benches clearing incident. I wouldn't call it a brawl. I don't I don't think we uh, got that far along. But uh, it, and it has been a, a tough season really for Lindor overall. Uh, you know expectations are awfully high for him uh, coming over from Cleveland, and uh, the Mets kind of hitched their wagon to Francisco Lindor, uh, and then he he has not had uh, a typical Francisco Lindor season. So uh, nice to see it uh, when when it uh, when kind of vintage Lindor appears. Uh, Baltimore right fielder Anthony Santander, also another player who struggled for most of the season, but he was 6 for 13 over the weekend, had three home runs, six RBI, six runs scored. Uh, it's a 462 batting average. And Santander, as I said, most of this season he has, he has underperformed. Uh, so uh, nice that uh, he could uh, kind of get back on track, uh, at least for a little while. Uh, now another one for Toronto. Uh, Outfielder Teoscar Hernandez was 7 for 15, two home runs, nine RBIs, eight runs scored, hit 467. Uh, this is the one of the things about uh, this Blue Jays lineup is uh, every so often when I'm doing uh, a list of the you know the top hitters and most productive players over a certain amount of time, uh, you, you expect it uh, to include Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Bo Bichette, and then it doesn't, uh, and it could be Lourdes Gurriel Jr. or Teoscar Hernandez or uh, George Springer or you know pick pick a bat uh, because the Blue Jays uh, have guys who, who can really mash it and, and Teoscar Hernandez had a terrific season uh, for the Blue Jays. Uh, Kansas City uh, left fielder Andrew Benintendi was 8 for 13 uh, over the weekend hit 615 had a couple home runs seven RBIs uh, now Benintendi isn't uh, you know having a, a star season by any stretch uh, but uh, you know t- take the positive when you can get it. Uh, then we've got uh, base runners. We got Cleveland center fielder Miles Straw swiped three bases uh, on the weekend. He's now 10 for 10 uh, in stolen base attempts with Cleveland, 27 for 32 overall, going back to uh, his time with uh, Houston at the start of the year. But uh, Straw has has been a little bit better uh, in Cleveland than he was in Houston uh, through the first half of the season. Uh, Baltimore center fielder Cedric Mullins had a couple of stolen bases. He's 28 for 35 
uh, overall this season. He, Mullins has just been a fantastic uh, fantasy value uh, this year. That uh, coming into the year, I think there were pretty modest expectations for Cedric Mullins, but he has established himself as a uh, as a premier threat. Uh, and then Cleveland third baseman Jose Ramirez also stole a couple of bases. He, his hitting has not been, uh, I guess, up to snuff, but he's also he's 23 for 26 uh, in stolen base attempts this year. That uh, that helps offset uh, you know a batting average that is sitting in the 250s. Um, so uh, there, there you go for the the players who had the most productive uh, bats on the weekend. Here are the uh, the guys who struggled at the plate. And we'll start with San Diego center fielder Trent Grisham, 0 for 13, uh, drops his average down to 242 on the season. And really overall, Grisham just hasn't been as productive as he was uh, last year uh, in the shortened season. Uh, Mets first baseman Pete Alonso was 0 for 13 over the weekend. Now he has 32 home runs, uh, and even after going 0 for 13, he's still hitting a career high 262. So. Uh, not too much to complain about uh, with Pete Alonso. Uh, Kansas City first baseman Carlos Santana was over 12, drops his average down to 218. Now, uh, Santana hit 199 last season, and, and batting average has never really been a, a strong suit for him, hitting 246 for his career. Uh, but, you know, down, when you get it down to 218, that, that does become a bit of a problem. Uh, Minnesota first baseman Miguel Sano 0 for 12 over the weekend. Then uh, Sano's average is down to 214 on the on the year. He's got 26 home runs, uh, but you know you're seeing here a few uh, options uh, uh, where uh, there are guys who are still hitting you for hitting for power, uh, but they're not giving you much uh, in terms of batting average. Uh, Boston uh, first baseman uh, and outfielder Kyle Schwarber 0 for 11, uh, but really overall uh, Schwarber has has still hit okay. Uh, for Boston, not not tearing uh, the cover off the ball the way he did uh, with Washington, but Schwarber has four home runs and hitting 283 uh, in 26 games uh, for the Red Sox. Uh, and then Seattle third baseman Kyle Seager was 0 for 10 uh, over the weekend. That drops his average to a career low 209. And at the same time, Seager has a career high 34 home runs. Uh, so you know we're starting to see some pretty natural trade-offs here in terms of batting averages going down uh, and home runs uh, still continuing to go up. Uh, So when we come back, we will take a look at the pitchers uh, who had the best and worst performances from the weekend. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Okay, to the best and worst uh, pitchers from the weekend, and we'll start with Milwaukee's Corbin Burns. Uh, participated in a, in a no-hitter uh, in Saturday's 3-0 win at Cleveland. Burns went eight innings, uh, no hits, one walk, no runs, struck out 14. Uh, just a, a dominant performance. He combined with Josh Hader, who came in for the ninth inning. Uh, now Burns threw a season-high 115 pitches, so uh, they were kind of giving him a shot uh, to get deep into that game, but uh, obviously... Uh, 
it wouldn't have made a lot of sense to drag him out for a ninth inning and run the risk of him pitching, you know, 130 some odd pitches uh, to finish off that no hitter uh, as much as that might've been, uh, you know, a, a great individual accomplishment. Nevertheless, Burns has been great this year uh, for the Brewies, 10 and four, 2.25 ERA, 0.91 whip, 12.4 strikeouts per nine uh, in 25 starts. I mean, he, he was kind of a breakthrough performer in a shortened season last year uh, and he hasn't missed a beat. Uh, this year uh, for the Brewers. So now Corbin Burns uh, looks like a guy that you're going to count on uh, being in the Cy Young mix uh, for the next few years. Uh, Dodgers uh, ace Max Scherzer uh, went eight innings uh, in Sunday's 8 nothing win against San Diego. Gave up just one hit, no walks, no runs, struck out nine. Uh, Scherzer has just been uh, incredible uh, since joining the Dodgers. In eight starts, he's 6-0 and with a 0.88 ERA, 0.67 whip. Uh, and uh, Scherzer has allowed the, the fewest uh, earned runs in in uh, the first eight starts uh, with a new team, uh, and so the, 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 since earned runs were were uh, calculated as a stat, uh, that that's the, the Scherzer is just uh, he's doing uh, things, and and the thing is that uh, he had already was having a, a really strong season for Washington, uh, but he's kicked it up a notch since joining the Dodgers. Staying with the Dodgers, Julio Urias. Uh, has had a fantastic season. He went uh, seven innings in Friday's 3 nothing win against San Diego. Three hits, one walk, no run, struck out seven. Urias is now 17-3 uh, on the year. 2.98 ERA, 1.03 whip, 9.6 strikeouts per nine in 28 starts. Uh, that's uh, He's kind of lived up to all expectations uh, that, I, I, I guess... You know, last year he had, he had a pretty nice season, uh, but pitched out of the bullpen in, in the postseason. Uh, I think uh, Urias is, uh, has just kind of taken the next step in his development uh, this year. Uh, Colorado's Herman Marquez uh, went six innings in Friday's 11-2 win at Philadelphia. Gave up six hits, one walk, no runs, struck out six. Uh, and overall, it's been a pretty solid season for Marquez. I think uh, ran into some trouble early in the year, but he's 12-10, and 3.93 ERA, 1.20 whip, nine strikeouts per nine in 29 starts. Um, yeah, the ERA is a little higher than you would like for fantasy uh, overall, uh, but uh, I think the the total package there from Marquez is still pretty useful. Uh, White Sox, Lance Lynn uh, went five innings uh, in Sunday's 2-1 two, two win against Boston. Give just two hits, no walks, no runs, struck out nine. Uh, and Lynn has a 10-4 record this year, 2.50 ERA, 1.05 whip, 10.3 strikeouts per nine and 25 starts. Uh, the White Sox dealt for an ace, and they got an ace. Uh, Boston's Nick Pavetta. Uh, went in in the 2-1 loss uh, at the White Sox in Lance Lynn. Pavetta went five and a third innings, gave out three hits, no walks, one run that wasn't earned, uh, and struck out five. Uh, and so Pavetta, and now he, he's been okay uh, overall for the Red Sox, kind of hit and miss, basically. He's got a 9-7 record, which is fine. 4.49 ERA is much too high. 1.31 1, ERA, uh, 1.31 whip, rather, uh, is still a little bit higher than, than you would like. And he does have 10 strikeouts per nine. So what you basically get out of Nick Pavetta is a guy you can stream uh, when he has favorable matchups or maybe a week when he's got two starts, you'll take him. Uh, but uh, I, I think he, he he's still outside the, uh, the range of what you would uh, want to be a regular in your fantasy rotation. Uh, and then the Seattle's, uh, Marco Gonzalez, uh, went six innings in Friday's 5-4 win against Arizona, gave up four hits, one walk, three runs, but none of them earned uh, and struck out three. And Gonzalez, who uh, had a, a tough couple of starts uh, to open the season, uh, has, has kind of rounded into form. In, in 21 starts, he's got a 4.03 RA, 1.23 whip, only 6.7 strikeouts per nine, but uh, he's just he's never been a strikeout guy, and uh, that, that hasn't changed. Uh, so now... Uh, 
those those are the pitchers who had the best uh, performances over the weekend. How about the ones who had the worst? Uh, and how about Texas Glenn Otto, uh, the rookie who had had a couple of decent starts uh, to open his uh, major league career, uh, then went three and a third innings in Friday's 10-5 loss at Oakland, gave up eight earned runs. Uh, Otto's ERA jumps up to 6.92, but he has a 1.23 whip and 11.1 strikeouts per nine uh, through his first three starts. So I wouldn't uh, get in mad panic mode uh, over Glenn Otto, uh, but uh, it, it certainly adds a, a level of mortality uh, to his uh, major league performance to, to see him get rocked like that. Uh, Cleveland's Aaron Savali, back from the injured list, uh, went three innings in Sunday's 11-1 loss to Milwaukee and gave up seven earned runs. Uh, Savali is 10-4 and on the season, 3.76 ERA, 1.11 whips, only 7.3 strikeouts per nine. Uh, he's also only started 17 games. Um, so uh, really, uh, the Cleveland doesn't have... You know, huge expectations uh, on on this season, uh, but uh, they would certainly like Savali to be healthy and uh, in fine form uh, as they build ahead for next season. Uh, how about the Angels, Shohei Otani? Uh, in Friday's 10-5 loss at Houston, he went three and a third innings, gave up six earned runs. Uh, and that's that's been rare. Uh, there have only been a couple times this year where Otani's been uh, touched up uh, hard. Uh, and so in 21 starts, he's still 9-2, and 3.36 ERA, 1.12 whip, 10.6 strikeouts per nine. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty valuable pitcher to have, never mind the fact that he's also got 44 home runs. Uh, Texas is West Benjamin. Uh, in Saturday's 8-6 win at Oakland, he gave up six earned runs in three and a third innings. Uh, and Benjamin has an 8.59 ERA in 22 innings. Uh, and that, uh, in in Saturday's uh, win against Oakland, that was Benjamin's first start. Uh, and it didn't go great. Uh, but, you know, uh, te- Texas has been kind of trying out all kinds of uh, young pitchers get, to give them a chance. Now, Benjamin's uh, older than a standard prospect, but got a chance and probably probably isn't earning uh, a whole lot of looks in that uh, Rangers rotation long term. Uh, Cleveland's Eli Morgan. Uh, the rookie went uh, four and a third innings in Friday's 10-3 loss against Milwaukee. Gave up eight earned runs. Uh, he's two and seven, has a 6.03 RA, but a 1.35 whip and 8.8 strikeouts per nine in, in 15 starts uh, since getting called up. And and so you would look at that, and, and obviously the ERA is much too high, and the record's not any good. Um, but the whip and, and the strikeout rate aren't bad. I mean, 1.35 is higher than than you would like, but you could see some promise here that that if Eli Morgan you know continued to get a little bit better that uh, there, there's still a chance for him to be, uh, A, a viable Major League starter, but also a guy who who might have some uh, hope for your fantasy future, uh, just maybe not your fantasy present. Uh, New York Yankees, Jordan Montgomery, uh, went three and a third innings in Friday's 10-3 loss to the Mets, gave up seven runs, five of them earned. Uh, Montgomery has still been uh, pretty effective for the Yankees overall. He's five and six, has a 3.71 ERA, 1.25 whip, 8.9 strikeouts per nine in 26 starts. Now, that's pretty low... Uh, uh, low amount of decisions there. He's got uh, 11 decisions and 26 starts, uh, but uh, just in general, uh, Montgomery hasn't been a solid enough starter for the Yankees. Uh, one more pitcher who struggled, and that's Kansas City's Brady Singer. Uh, went four and two-thirds innings, gave up six earned runs in Saturday's 9-2 loss at uh, Minnesota. Singer ha- has had a bit of a hard time this year. He's 4-10, and 10, 4.85 ERA, 1.56 whip, 9.2 strikeouts per nine in 25 starts. Uh, and yeah, there are going to be some growing pains as a when you give a young uh, pitcher a spot in the rotation, uh, but uh, I think uh, the, the Royals have better hope uh, that this, uh, these uh, rough starts can kind of get uh, get smoothed out uh, for next season so that uh, you know you really have a chance to build around Singer as part of that uh, rain, uh, Royals rotation. Uh, so when we come back, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, uh, and then some matchups and DFS value plays for Monday. 
Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have so many delicious flavors, there's something for everyone. They have coconut and cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I like a bunch of those flavors, but I especially like salted caramel. Uh, that one's my favorite. Uh, and if you haven't tried uh, those flavors, you can get a mixed box from Built Bar. They'll send you uh, this variety where you'll get two of each. Uh, you sample them, decide which ones you like, and then order more of those uh, from Built Bar. Uh, because Built Bars, not only do they taste great, they're covered in 100% chocolate uh, and, and they're healthy too. Uh, Built Bar is loaded with protein, low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs. Uh, that is uh, great flavors and healthy. And Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. In every episode, I offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer uh, of Yahoo leagues. And uh, at this stage of the season, you really have to decide whether you uh, need to take that long shot. But if you need a a pitcher who's going to be widely available, you might want to consider Tampa Bay's Drew Rasmussen, uh, who has started just seven games for the Rays, and he doesn't go particularly deep into games. He's he's pitched 27 innings uh, in those seven starts, and yet has a 2.33 ERA, 0.85 whip, only 6.7 strikeouts per nine, but if you're if you're looking to kind of plug a hole uh, in your in your fantasy rotation, uh, Drew Rasmussen is rostered in just six percent of Yahoo leagues. Now for some injury updates, and we'll stay in Tampa Bay, where shortstop Wander Franco has landed on the ten day injured list with a, uh, a hamstring strain, uh, and Franco had had been awesome uh, as and basically as expected uh, when uh, he, he suffered his injury. Uh, so. Taylor Walls can uh, cover at shortstop uh, for the next while uh, for Tampa Bay, but obviously uh, the Rays have uh, higher hopes uh, than, than just what happens here in the regular season, so they, they'll want to get uh, Franco uh, 100% healthy uh, by the end of the regular season so that he's ready for the playoffs. Uh, Milwaukee first baseman Rowdy Tellez on the 10-day injured list has a strained patella. Uh, Daniel Vogelback, uh, who had been on the injured list, uh, is available again, so he, he can cover at first base with Tellez out. Uh, Tampa Bay starting pitcher Chris Archer on the 10-day injury list uh, with a hip injury. Uh, Dietrich Enns uh, is the latest to get added to the, the Rays rotation. Uh, but as I've commented in the past, uh, the Rays aren't terribly concerned about uh, uh, their their starting pitching. Uh, if they can get somebody who can go four or five innings, they're fine with that. Uh, and they'll uh, they'll get things done uh, with their bullpen. Uh, Pittsburgh starting pitcher Stephen Bro on the 10-day injury list with a strained lat. Uh, and then San Diego starting pitcher Blake Snell, day-to-day with a hip injury right now. Uh, don't know if that's going to cost him any starts. Uh, San Diego shortstop Jake Cronenworth has a broken finger. Now, not uh, a, I guess not the most serious uh, type of broken finger, but it, it might cost him 10 days. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, Fernando Tatis Jr. is back to shortstop. Uh, Will Myers uh, has shifted over to right field and Tommy Pham in left field uh, as San Diego kind of covers uh, for for Cronenworth's absence, uh, Houston left fielder Michael Brantley day to day with a knee injury. Uh, that's uh, allowed Jordan Alvarez to play a little bit more in the uh, Astros outfield. Oakland third baseman Matt Chapman's day to day with a leg injury. Josh Harrison uh, slides over from second base to cover uh, the hot corner. And Miami catcher Jorge Alfaro is day to day with a calf injury. Uh, means more time for Alex Jackson uh, behind the plate. Uh, so now let's uh, go to betonline.ag, grab a couple of games on Monday uh, that I like. We've got uh, a couple of small favorites here. Toronto, Alec Manoa, minus 130 versus Tampa Bay with Colin McHugh on the mound. Uh, McHugh has pitched really well uh, for Tampa Bay, but he also has been more reliever than starter. Uh, so probably not going to get deep into this game. Uh, and Toronto, their lineup has just been 
crushing it lately. And now, yes, they were playing Baltimore, and there's a big difference between Baltimore and Tampa Bay, like enormous difference between Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Uh, but uh, I like Toronto's lineup uh, uh, the way they are hitting right now. Uh, at home, uh, we'll, we'll take them uh, minus 130. Uh, and then Boston with Eduardo Rodriguez on the mound, minus 125 at Seattle uh, with Logan Gilbert uh, going for the Mariners. Now Gilbert, after a, a decent start uh, to his career, has kind of been fading uh, in, in recent starts. And, and so... Uh, and, and Rodriguez, well, he, he's been inconsistent as well, uh, but his underlying numbers have been better uh, than his overall results. So uh, worth taking a shot here, a, a, a slight favorite there. We've got uh, Boston with Eduardo Rodriguez on the mound, minus 125 at Seattle, uh, along with Toronto with Alec Manoa on the mound, minus 130 uh, against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, and so that will do it uh, for uh, the, the matchups that I like for, for Monday. Thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Uh, let's grab a, a few DFS value plays uh, for Monday. And Mets starting pitcher Rich Hill is $7,100 on DraftKings going against St. Louis. Uh, Adam Wainwright on the bump for uh, for the Cardinals in that one. Uh, Arizona first baseman Christian Walker is $2,400 at the Dodgers. Uh, and the Dodgers have Clayton Kershaw coming off the injured list uh, expected to start. Uh, and Christian Walker, strangely enough, really has a, the, a good history against Clayton Kershaw. He's 7 for 19 with four home runs. Uh, so... To get that for $2,400, give it a try. Uh, San Francisco first baseman Brandon Belt, $3,800 against San Diego and you Darvish. And Darvish has uh, been struggling uh, a bit recently, and, and Belt uh, has already got uh, a career high in home runs. Uh, and Boston outfielder Alex Verdugo, $3,300 at Seattle with Logan Gilbert. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, Gilbert uh, has, has sort of been fading here down the stretch. Uh, and Toronto outfielder Lourdes Goriel Jr. is $3,600 uh, against Tampa Bay with Ryan Yarborough on the mound. Uh, and, you know, as, as we started off the podcast talking about the best hitters over the weekend, and Lourdes Goriel Jr. was at the top of the list. Uh, so getting him at a very reasonable price uh, is, uh, you know, well worth the, the chance. So uh, that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. Check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast as well. It's been a busy off season, and we're now uh, working through team by team uh, to get ready for next season. So listen to these podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast, brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts.